it's time to take a deep breath. Whether you're driving or sitting back relaxing, please welcome Lexi and Michelle. Hello, welcome to A Deep Breath. I'm Lexi. Hi Lexi, I'm Michelle. <laughs> hey everyone. Welcome to our podcast and we like to begin by taking a deep breath. And today I wondered if we take a big inhale and then we would actually exhale a count or two more than the inhale. When we take deep breaths from our belly, we reset our nervous system. And that slow and steady inhale and exhale signal to our parasympathetic nervous system to calm down. Mm. Yeah. We need that. Yeah, need that. <laughs> I do too. So let's take a deep breath in, maybe to the count of three. And then breathe out to the count of four. You can go ahead and do that a few times if you like. Mm -hmm. And as you do that, we just invite you into our conversation today. And our conversation today, it's going to be a good one. <laughs> it should be interesting. I am excited to talk about this. Right now, in a lot of our homes, we might be getting a little angsty, hitting the wall. Emotions might be running high. My house is pretty full. So there's a lot of different emotions, a lot of different personalities. And we're all dealing with these strange times and staying pretty close mm -hmm. into one space. We do get outside a lot. We do take walks, but we're in our homes. That's where we're supposed to be. We're staying safe. We're staying healthy. It mm -hmm. gets a little worn out. So Michelle has this term, okay? E-G-R. <laughs> Michelle, what is EGR? All right, EGR, fun term for a person that drives you crazy. Should we just say that? So EGR actually stands for extra grace required. Now, I usually use this term in reference to people, you know, you, you know the kind. You see them coming at a coffee shop or something and you're like, oh no, or you work with them or any number of circumstances where you do your best to avoid them, or if you do need to have a conversation with them, then copious amounts of chocolate need to be involved to get through, and lots of deep breaths to get through the conversation. That's your EGR. Are you identifying that person right now? Are you with us there? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Or multiple people. I don't know why, but I attract a lot of EGRs, so I have them. Hmm in my life. And in fact, my husband has given me permission to say that he is one of my EGRs. Like mm -hmm. we're so opposite that he rubs me wrong. And usually he's at work a lot more. And so we're home all right the now, time yeah. together. So yeah. I thought this would be a great time to talk about, you know, that might not be your normal EGRs, but let's be honest, being in the same house for large amounts of time when we're not used to it, yeah. We have no breaks from each other yeah, to no kind of, we have no chance to miss each other. Right. Or we're just, we're just there together. And every little thing when we're already under stress can really That's rub true. us wrong, That's can true. become stressful situation. And we don't, we're not in our normal routines. So there's that. Um, this is, if there's ever a time where we needed to extend extravagant amounts of grace, it would be now. And I know I'm saying this because I know it is way easier to, for me to just say that 
than to actually do that. But, you know, the Bible has a lot to say about love. And, but loving in action when you yourself are under stress is not an easy thing to do. Yeah. And so all of us in our homes are experiencing this. So we're talking about mostly what is going on in your home. And so in your home, Lexi, let's just put it back to you again. Yeah, okay, What's going home. on in your home? My home. How are you guys all feeling <laughs> doing? Uh, it is sometimes day to day and through the day. There can be many different mm -hmm. ups and downs. Um, five different kids, five different personalities, um, husband and me. And, it's, <laughs> and lastly, and, me. And me. And la yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> apropos. Uh -huh. um, and there are spikes of um, tension. I see between the kids, which is very normal between siblings. Yeah. Um, you know, summertime when we're home together, those things happen too. Mm -hmm. Rainy days happen. Rainy to be hard. days, yeah. <laughs> Trying to be really creative. And my check in with myself is to make sure I know where I'm at that day. So my response to my kids, where they're at, if they are having a spike of emotion, mm -hmm. I'm not reacting out of my own stress or my own um, anxious space that I'm in or my wall that I've hit that day. So I have to slow down and mm -hmm. I have to check in. And then I check in with the kids. Mm -hmm. I check in great. to see if they can articulate what's going on. And sometimes they can't. You know, Some of the younger ones, uh, seven and five aren't able to actually say, I miss my friends or I'm, right. um, I miss my activities. They're not really articulating that. I can just see it in the way that things are playing out. So mm -hmm. for my, uh, seven year old boy, he's a sweetheart. He's like a marshmallow, mm -hmm. very, he's a tough kid, but he's also a marshmallow inside. And I have watched over the last few days him hit his wall and it comes out in, um, a freak out. And he's seven. He doesn't throw tantrums. He doesn't throw fits. But I see it's just coming out sideways yeah. like that. So we bought a um, slack line, which is these big uh, tethers to one tree to another oh. with these grips like American Ninja Warrior. Awesome. And I watched him get so frustrated and angry because he couldn't conquer it. Mm. And I watched myself want to intervene. Oh. It was really interesting to yeah. watch myself yeah. want to like rescue him from this. But I knew he needed to get that angst mm. out and he needed to conquer it. Because on the other side of that conquering, man. Yeah. To do the physical exer ex exerting and some emotional exerting. So it was interesting to watch myself as a mom be yeah. <laughs> wanted to rescue him out of it, but it was not what I needed to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, that's not what I needed to do. Did he make it? He did. It took him, <laughs> okay. it took him a good two days to finally get there. But when he did, I thought something was wrong. I heard a scream from outside. Oh, and I was no. like, oh, no, somebody's hurt. And he came running in, and it was the opposite. He had done it. Oh, He'd made it. So yeah. precious. Super cool. So yeah. hard, challenging. And I yeah. want to rescue him from it. Yeah. But instead, I'm giving him other tools and some space. Oh, there's so many places we could go with that story, you know? <laughs> Right? It went longer than I meant to. I, no, I love that story. Uh, but that was the extra grace required with him. Yeah. Because there was one, like, my knee-jerk reaction was at first was to discipline him. Like, you're freaking out, buddy. No, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. And then I had this reaction of wanting to rescue him because he was, he was struggling. And that wasn't the grace he needed. Yeah. He needed mom to have hands off and just, and essentially hold space for him. Yeah. Yeah. 
But actually just brings me back to like one of our other podcasts where we're just talking about this in-between space and what we're mm. learning yeah. and how we can come out stronger if we dig deep and work through it. Yeah. And even if it looks ugly in the yeah. middle. And what it just makes me think about, <laughs> does God look down and say, I would love to rescue them, but I'm really trying to teach them something yeah. here. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's what I was kind of oh. thinking as you told the story. That's why I said there's a billion ways we could go with that. Wow. But some sermon. Yeah, I'm coming out of that story. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Anyway, deep I just thoughts. Love that. Deep thoughts. Okay. I love it. Yeah. So, as always, we love to offer things up to you, let you try them on. I love that story, mm-hmm. and I love mm-hmm. the way that these things are walking out in our home. It's it's not easy. We're not saying it is, mm-hmm. but I wanted to just offer up three things that can often help us walk through with grace and love people in really tough times when we don't really feel like it. Let's just say that. We don't feel like loving somebody. We've hit our wall, right? Mm-hmm. And here's here's the first one, humility. Because when I remember the extravagant grace that God's lavished on me in my unlovely and sin-filled condition, in my freakouts, yeah. right? Yeah. Then it should bring a humble spirit to me that is... I'm quicker to offer grace to others because who am I to stand in judgment of others and decide who, okay, they're not worthy of my grace, but they are because some people are just plain more lovable. And Mm -hmm. sometimes you just have more energy to love, but I'm not, I'm not the one who should decide who gets, who's worthy of grace and love. I love Philip Yancey's definition of grace. Grace means there's nothing I can do to make God love me more Nothing I can do to make God love me less. It means that I, even I, who deserve the opposite, am invited to take my place at the table in God's family. Mm. So as I just sit in that, like, okay, I need so much grace. There's something about that. It allows me to overflow onto other people when I realize I've been the recipient of a lot of grace. The second thing is just to imitate Jesus. I'll just say a little bit about that, but I mean, how much it could go days on that subject. But if we really watch how Jesus loved the unlovable in the Gospels and how often we are told to learn from him, imitate him. he In fact, he had a reputation for being the one who loves sinners. But by loving those who are difficult to love, this is how we show God that we love him. Ephesians 5, 1 to 2 in the message, I love that version, says, watch what God does and then you do it. Like children who learn proper behavior from their parents, mostly what God does is love you. So keep company with him and learn a life of love. Observe how Christ loved us. And this is the part I really love. His love was not cautious, but extravagant. And that's the word I'm sticking with today. Extravagant amounts of grace. He didn't love in order to get something from us, but to give everything of himself to us. So love like that. I love that. And the third one is see Jesus in each person. And uh, Dorothy Day said, I really only love God as much as I love the person I love the least. (laughs) I'll say it again, just so we can get another. I really only love God as much as I love the person I love the least. So, If you just stop, kind of like Lexi's been doing with her kids, that daily check-in, looking in their eyes, because maybe their words can't say it, but looking at them and saying, how are you doing? Let me hear, let me even just spend a little time with you just Mm -hmm. to sense how you're doing. 
And there's something about just looking at a person in the eyes, yeah. that spirit-to-spirit communication. You realize how loved by God they are, what a special creation they are. And each of the people in your home is very unique and very special. And there's something about just seeing Jesus or God in that person and, mm-hmm. and their colors that come out of them mm-hmm. that represent the character of God. It's a really, mm-hmm. it's a really helpful way for me to love them even when I don't feel like it because... God loves them a lot. Right, right. Yeah. That's good. And I have a thought, too, is what if the person who, who needs this EGR is you? Yeah. What, what if, if it's you me? Are the EGR? <laughs> <laughs> what if it's me? Um, yeah. I can be really hard on myself, and mm-hmm. I can see where in this season I've been trying to figure it out and go on a little bit like I was before just well, just modify yeah and it, that's not it needs more yeah. than that and so I need that grace for myself to mm-hmm. know that I I've never been here before mm-hmm. uh, moving forward I need a lot of creativity and I'm it's gonna take me a while to like figure this out Mm-hmm. It take me a while. And so when we figure it out, it changes. And then it changes. Yes. <laughs> well, here we are at the end of April. I don't know what what's next week right. gonna be. Yeah. You know. Um. So maybe maybe it's yourself. Maybe mm-hmm. you need extravagant grace. And like we mentioned before, if we extend that to ourselves, then we can extend it to others. Mm-hmm. But if we're all tapped out, extending. You know, how I put myself yeah. at the end of that list. Yes, you did. <laughs> if I always do that, I've, I've learned that over the years of mothering. Mm-hmm. If I always do that, then the barrel's empty. Mm-hmm. The barrel's empty. And I think about actually the two greatest commandments, right? Yeah. Jesus himself said it several times. It wasn't that the law wasn't important, that the instructions of God weren't important. But when he was asked some questions about what was the greatest, the two were to love God with everything you got. Mm-hmm. and love people as you love yourself. Mm-hmm. It's almost like three commandments in there, right? Because you have to love yourself. Yeah. And we're talking about not a narcissistic, selfish, navel-gazing way. Well, this is the thing. We're, yeah. Let's speak to the women for a second. Okay. Because we have, talked, to, we have talked about this, <laughs> that forever... We are running the balance of how to be a good mom, how to be a good wife, how to be a good friend, yes. especially in this time. We've got to keep in touch oh, with yeah. everyone. Oh, yeah. How to do everything well when we're under so much stress and we're not giving ourselves any slack. I know. So, oh my goodness, like, how do we counter that? I, I don't even know what to say to that other than I, I daily struggle with that and Oh, deep breaths. Yeah, I mean, deep. just yeah. deep breaths. Literally. And and it, really, I am trying every day to say, if I could just do one thing for mm-hmm. myself today to not put myself very... And I often do do it at the very end of the day. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, everyone has been served, and mm-hmm. I have done my darndest to yeah. make everybody happy and try to help them through their stress. I mean, as women, let's be honest, we are trying to help everyone through their stress right now. Because right. we're fixers and helpers, and right. we're compassionate, and we're... Nurturing. Nurture, yeah. So how can I nurture myself, my soul right. today? I must begin with my quiet time. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying right now to end with some quiet time. because Or something. Yeah. Something that yeah. nurtures me. Something to nurture. Oh, yeah. Well, what a good word to bring in right now that we 
have that natural reaction to nurture right now, yeah. right? To kind of bring people under our wings, even though we're it's a isolated. Lot of it's a lot. <laughs> and then if we don't have the infill for us, yeah, what are we giving from? Yeah. Oh man. So. Yeah. So I think there's two questions. Mm-hmm. I think there's this as we talk about our, our for ourselves. How can we show ourselves exact exact <laughs> traffic in? Yeah, that word. That big word. Found it. <laughs> Extravagant love. How can we yeah. show it to ourselves? Yeah. And that could be a myriad of things, but mm-hmm. ask yourself that question. Yeah. Yeah. Invite that question. And then if it's someone else in your home, mm-hmm. that's EGR. Yeah. <laughs> How might you show them extravagant love? Mm-hmm. Doesn't yeah. have to be a huge list. Just consider. Look them in the eye. Mm-hmm. What does their heart maybe need from you? Yeah. It can be the simplest thing. If, if ever, I'll say it again, if ever there was a time to... Practice extravagant love and grace that just flows out of you. Now is the time. But you do have to be filled up. Your soul has to be filled up to do that. So there, therein lies the balance, and we'll leave you with that. And I, I have this sort of, let's call it a prayer blessing poem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it comes from this um, interesting poem book, a book of poems, called Gorillas of Grace. And this one is called need to breathe deeply. How appropriate is that? Perfect. So I'll read the sobri in closing. Maybe just close your eyes, hand on heart or belly again as you take some breaths. And it addresses God, eternal friend. Grant me an ease to breathe deeply of this moment, this light, this miracle of now. Beneath the din and fury of great movements, and harsh news, an urgent crisis. Make me attentive still to good news, to small occasions, and the grace of what is possible for me to be, to do, to give, to receive, that I may miss neither my neighbor's gift nor my enemy's need. We leave you with that, friends, Mm -hmm. till our next conversation. Bye, Lexi. Bye, Michelle. Goodbye, Bye, friends. friends. We hope you enjoyed this episode. You can find us on your favorite social media platform. Subscribe to listen in next time. And don't forget to take a deep breath.